Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, Albie. All right. Another fun-filled day of activities for the Shattucks. They're all over the place today. Okay, so, Albie. Yes. This is the official going line of your Joseph Robinette Biden Esquire presidency. Uh, Chairman James Comer today says that the Oversight Committee, excuse me, has evidence that the president in the past communicated directly with foreign business associates of his son Hunter Biden many times. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. Business. So I've been I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. There you go. Answer hasn't changed. All the circumstances and other facts surrounding everything has changed, but not the answer to the question. Right. Has never. What's going to happen here? Because, you know, I think there are plenty of people saying that Hunter Biden put his dad on the phone with people uh, who he was in business with. Mm-hmm. Um, that Biden talked to people on calls that, you know, obviously this confidential human source even says the head of Burisma has the some of these calls recorded with Biden um if any of that is true which seems plausible because certainly the only reason you as a multinational corporation employ Hunter Biden is to access his dad if any of that is true um and somebody has these recordings what's going to happen when they eventually come out what's going to happen to the answer of the question to the question will it change then <laughs> I mean, like, what What are we working with here? I mean, is that just going to be Russian disinformation? Well, let me What's ask you a question the... then. Let me answer that question with a question for you. Do you think her answer came out of the communication shop or the White House counsel? 
Um, I assume the White House Counsel's Office. I would assume you're right. I would assume that they're going to... What she said was... She said 11 words, but a lot went into those 11 words. And I'll play it again here. The president in the past communicated directly with and foreign open and traffic keeper and she's looking Hunter Biden many times. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his so I've been, I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. That's a very loyally thing to say. president was yeah. never in business with his son. His president got on the phone to say hi to some Ukrainians and some other bunch of other na- foreign nationals as vice president. When Hunter promised that he could conjure up his dad in the phone to the meeting. He put him on speakerphone. Yes, no, absolutely. Hunter was subsequently sent money. The money mm-hmm. was distributed to places, including Joe Biden. There's no doubt about that. But Joe was not in... Joe did not work for Burisma. True, true. He was not in business with Hunter on right. paper. They Although, didn't, they're in, they're that, not... in that Penn Law place, the Biden place where they had the Chinese guy working too. I think Joe technically was affiliated with that after he was... And there's another wordy thing. The president was never in business with his son. Hmm. Though I think that's a lie too. Right. So, so the simplicity of what she said tells me that they are waiting for this cloud to be directly above them and the lightning bolts to start hitting the... Well, right, because it's not, no, the president never talked on the phone with anybody, with any of his son's business associates. Right. It's not the president never had meetings with or exchanged emails with his son's business associates about business. It's He was never in business with his son. The Miranda Divine thing in the post says Hunter Biden would dial in his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, on speakerphone into meetings with his overseas business partners, according to testimony expected before Congress this week. Now it unfortunately looks like it's going to be next week, which sucks. Mm. Devin, with, for this week from Devin Archer, the first son's former best friend, Archer, who's facing jail for his role in a $60 million bond fraud, is scheduled to testify in the House Oversight Committee about meetings he witnessed that were attended by either Joe Biden in person or via speakerphone when Hunter Biden would call his father and introduce him to foreign business partners or prospective investors. We're looking very much... Da, da, da. So that's the kind of thing that had been happening with Burisma. The Burisma uh, honcho needed the heat off them. Mm-hmm. They were um, they were one of a bunch of companies who this guy was uh, Yushchenko was it was it Yushchenko Shokin Shokin yes was sweating and Biden fired him had him fired bragged about it subsequently and. Um, Joe and Hunter looks like. Well, we know Hunter got paid. He was getting eighty six grand a month. month anyway, but it looks like Joe got a bigger lump sum at some point. But we'll find all the specifics out. But he was absolutely influencing, influence peddling, as vice president. Now, somebody said in one of these podcasts I was listening to today, Biden had this reputation for being the poorest senator. Mm-hmm. In not having 
the um, the portfolio that others had, etc. I don't believe that was ever true. I think this guy operates with using shells around him. Right. Hunter, probably Bo at some point, certainly Jim Biden, and he's selling the senator. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that well, they did, undoubtedly that Hunter Biden probably in Jim Biden paid for repairs, mm-hmm. etc. I mean, obviously, you don't want to try to avoid, you know, having a paper trail of money from son to father. Right. But I mean, families share money. And like we were talking about this this weekend when we were, you know, listening to some of these shows and talking about why this is a problem for Biden or not. Like it almost is beside the point whether or not the companies paid Joe Biden money to do specific things because the fact that Hunter was even employed at these places already is a bribe. Yes. Right? Like, if somebody offered to, say, pay our 12-year-old $80,000 a year to be on the board of their oil and gas company because we were elected politicians or something, right? And we were involved in the permitting process for that or we were, you know, pressing for you know, prosecutors to be fired who are investigating that company. That's already a bribe if they hire your kid for 80, who's not qualified to be there for $80,000 a month. That's already something that you're getting of value because obviously it's a value to you. You're not a totally separate, clean cut entity from your kid. Well, yes. And, I mean, and, and I'm sure to like, an extent this stuff and happens they're all on the, the time. They're putting but it on, seems the, especially- on the board. The guy has... The only reason to have him on the board is to win influence, to purchase influence. Well, right. And I think that to an extent this happens with like all politicians and their kids and all rich people and their kids. I mean, like the Nepo baby thing is a meme for a reason because it's everywhere and like rich and powerful people's kids are at a huge advantage. But normally there's also like at least an attempt to provide some kind of like appearance that the kid is independently qualified to do anything. Like I'm sure Chelsea Clinton isn't really qualified to do anything, but right. But you know, she's like been to good schools and got good grades and like, you know, she's not Hunter Biden. Who's literally a crackhead and like throwing away firearms in parking lots and like with hookers you know it's it's such a huge disconnect with the hunter biden thing between what he's obviously qualified for and how everyone else who's a crack addict in society gets treated and how he's treated that it's obvious that this is the only possible reason like you know if your company hires chelsea clinton like you can at least pretend that you've hired a qualified person but with hunter biden there's like no there's no redeeming quality other than the fact that he's related to Joe Biden. Do you know what I'm yes. saying? Like it's it's too blatant. It it seems impossible that it that they can continue to get away with this for this long. You know, like even even Joe Biden's brother who clearly also trades on being related to Joe Biden as a career. Yeah, Jimmy um, Biden. Yeah, Jim Biden. Like he has a career as a lawyer. Also. Like yes. in theory. You know, and and obviously he's making money from being having the last name Biden. But even that is like not quite as blatant as the Hunter thing, because Hunter is such a screw up just as a person that there's like absolutely no reason that you could conjure to hire Hunter Biden to do anything for you except for the fact of his dad. 
Like, what has he done? Like, what's the use of him? There's no use of him. (laughs) There's no point to Hunter Biden except being related to Joe Biden. Uh, Killer um, op-ed by Miranda Devine. If anything merits a special counsel, it's the allegations buried by the FBI that the corrupt Ukrainian oligarch paid millions to bribe the big guy, then Vice President Joe Biden, to get a Ukrainian prosecutor fired. The grave allegations contained in an FBI document released Thursday by Senator Chuck Grassley came to light only because of a patriotic whistleblower. Mm. It's an outrage that FBI Director Christopher Wray tried to hide this so-called FD-1023 document from Congressional Oversight Committee members. It's an outrage that Delaware U.S. Attorney uh, David Weiss buried it again, then provided the, uh, buried it again when provided with the document in 2020 by Attorney General Bill Barr after it had been vetted as credible by the U.S. Attorney in Pittsburgh. Weiss inexplicably inexplicably hid the FD 1023 from IRS and FBI investigators working the Hunter Biden criminal criminal probe. IRS Supervisor Agent Gary Shapley had testified that the document would have likely been material to the ongoing criminal investigation of Hunter Biden as a result of the informant information being concealed by prosecutors from the IRS, uh, CI, and, and FBI investigations designed to its investigation. We were unable to follow alleged criminal activity as would normally be completed. The Ukrainian-American who reported the allegations contained in the FD-1023 is a trusted long-term FBI confidential human source to whom the FBI has paid more than 100 grand. Was no attempt made to investigate the allegations when the source first alerted the FBI in 2018? Did the FBI even try to retrieve the 17 covert recordings of Joe and Hunter Biden and two documents that allegedly show the uh, that Mykola Zlochevsky, owner of Ukrainian energy company Burisma, was paying the Bidens to ensure Ukraine prosecutor Viktor Shokin was fired? Despite the Washington Post reports to the contrary, Shokin had been aggressively investigating Burisma, which was paying $83,000 a month to the crack-addicted hunter to sit on its board from 2014 to 2019. Zlochevsky put Hunter on the board to protect us through, this is a quote, protect us through his dad from all kinds of problems. The 2016, in February 2016, Shokin issued warrants to seize all Zoklefti properties in Kiev the following month. VP Joe Biden successfully pressured Ukrainian government to fire Shokin. So he was about to gipe the guy's stuff. Right. So, and this is a narrative that's starting, I think, to bleed into the mainstream a little bit. That, like, that... It's starting to break through the wall of the media saying, you know, this is the real Joe Biden is he's got a family that he has struggles with addictions. He's been through hard times. Like, so, you know, as we know, like the New York Times had that big Maureen Dowd column about its seven grandkids, Mr. President. Right. About the London Roberts stuff and how there's this kid that's his grandchild that he will not acknowledge. And, you know, NBC had a piece this weekend um of course framed like this because they're nbc that is um republicans up the personal attacks on biden and his family gop presidential candidates have started to go after the president for his lack of a relationship with one of hunter biden's daughters president joe biden's family story has long been one of his greatest strengths politically republicans are starting to think they can turn it into a liability (laughs) so there's starting to be this problem 
in the media where they can't ignore this anymore because it's just like too much. The Hunter Biden stuff and how corrupted. I mean, they're still kind of focused on the personal family thing because I think that's an easier story for most people to get into if you're not going to get into the weeds of Burisma and Hunter Biden's business dealings and what charges should be against him. Like, it's very easy to be like, oh, well, he's, you know, it's just a he's settling out some tax fraud charges and a gun charge and that's the end of it, you know, and like whatever he's that's what they decided to prosecute. Like, if you're not going to get into all the whistleblowers and all that stuff, and I think for regular people who aren't us and don't like listen to a lot of politics, like you're just, you're just not that into it that you don't want to hear all those gory details all the time. It's too much. But the idea that you have a family where somebody accidentally had a kid with someone that they didn't mean to have a kid with and then how you treat that kid, that's a story that almost anyone can wrap their mind around and understand. Yes. That's a very simple end to this problem of Hunter. And it's very revealing about the character of the Bidens. And I think, um, you know, it's it's very... It's very damaging to them, and it's especially damaging because it is a lead-in into this other stuff. Like, well, if that's the kind of people they are about this, then what about the rest of the stuff about Hunter? You know, what if they're not these sympathetic people battling an addiction in the family that we've been trying to frame them as for the last however many years? You're absolutely right. In- right? Because it's so unsympathetic. Yes. Being the family that denies paternity of a kid when you're wealthy and powerful and they're not, that denies paternity, tries to get out of paying anything, refuses to participate in the child's life, refuses to let the child use your last name, won't acknowledge them, won't count them among your grandkids. I mean, like, what? It says a lot about you. And it says a lot about now. When I ask the question, are you in business or are you involved in Hunter Biden's business dealings? It makes me question your answer to that, too. Doesn't it? Yes. Because this is, you know, it is an issue related to Hunter. And fair or not, that's how. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I think I think it's an entree into the broader world of how problematic Hunter Biden is for Joe Biden. I completely uh, and it's and it's starting to break into the but also I, but you know let's not exonerate Joe Hunter Joe Biden's also problematic for Joe Biden. Well, right, He's but a, I think but I think that people have been very quick to say like, well, 
you know, he just loves his son. He's, his son is troubled, yes. But he's just trying to help his son who's battling addiction and he loves him and who can't understand that. And that line has worked for them for a very, very mm-hmm. long time. But he In spite of all this being obvious, in spite of the paintings being obvious, in spite of the Ukraine stuff being obvious, in spite of the China stuff being obvious, right? Like, the line, like, he's just trying to, like, keep a connection with a troubled son who's had a really hard time keeping it together and has had problems, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and and that line has worked on enough people for long enough. Well, right. right? And And the the old man just has to, you know, browbeat media. But I said, quote... Biden and his son are stone cold crooked. Have, have you have you talked to your son about any of this? I talked to my son. Uh, I, I, 2020. We've communicated. He lives out in California. We communicated a couple times. Uh, but look, uh, there is zero, 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 zero evidence of any assertion being made. But it said, quote. Yeah, it was no evidence with the laptop even though now we know the laptop's all real there was no evidence with any of this but this this sort of line this wall of separation between biden and all hunters issues has been propped up by the media you know saying with the the like addiction story and the joe biden you know uncle joe sympathetic figure family story whole narrative right they've kept that up and it's been enough but i think that with the the paternity stuff in particular, I think the cracks are very much showing in that. And I think it puts the whole house of cards that you've built around that narrative at risk. Yes. I think that it's it's very, very... I think this is a, a tough moment for Biden. And I think there's been some reporting that his presidential campaign is like not really started at all, which... I mean, makes sense since they're acting like they don't have a primary, which at this point they like really don't. They have Kennedy, but they're not going to let him win or anything. There's no primary to speak of. Like they don't really have to do anything yet. But I don't think there's a big campaign operation getting off the ground for him. I don't know that there will be. And I don't know that they're really going to go through with nominating him. I completely agree in because there are too many of these already produced um hit pieces on Joe Biden that star Joe Biden. Vice President, as you said, your son Hunter today gave an interview, admitted that he made a mistake and showed poor judgment by serving on the, the that board in Ukraine. Did you make a mistake by letting him? You were the point person on Ukraine at, at the time. If you, you can answer. Look, my son's statement speaks for itself. I did my job. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. No one has indicated I have. We've always kept everything separate. Even when my son was the attorney general of the state of Delaware, we never discussed anything. So there'd be no potential conflict. My son made a judgment. I'm proud of the judgment he made. I'm proud of what he had to say. Well, so that is, at the very least, a bold-faced lie. So, and if he's willing to do the fundamental lie that I never discussed a single single thing with my son having to do with Ukraine, it's in for a penny, in for a pound at that point. Right. So, he will, so, as far as I'm concerned, Mm -hmm. yes, he did everything. Just like we thought. It is, the fact that this one lie has been exposed... Right. Tells you that all of the lies, they're all 
It's all true. And yeah. this dude, Hunter's old best friend, is going to say, what's going to be interesting is that when they say a transcribed interview, what is that going to mean? He's coming to Congress next week, right? Mm-hmm. What's going to be interesting is if he comes to that hearing, Devin Archer, mm-hmm. we'll know how dangerous he is for Hunter and Joe Biden because Democrats are going to destroy him. We're, they're going to go after him in a way we've never seen before. Right. Never seen. I wouldn't be surprised if they even pulled some antics, like walking out or something. It's so you, this absolute liar trying to save himself some some jail time. He's obviously this is a convicted convict, a con man that we're listening to right here because the Republicans are trying to they have dragged a five dollar bill through the penitentiary system and they got this guy in front of us now, and this guy is not worth a, a, a anything whatsoever. He's not to be believed, and. And Ron DeSantis hates black people, and so I mean, there we're going to see next week. It's it's going to be that's the last. That's it, because after that, if this guy gets in there and says yes, I can tell you that Joe was on this call and this call and this call. And this is specifically what he said, what he said, what he said, what he said. Then it doesn't even matter. It, the fact that he called already shows he is finito. You can't be a, a Democratic uh, a fundraiser money bags uh, bundler and want to go out and save money and fundraise for him for what? Right. Joe Biden is done by the end of this week or the next week. He's got to, so? I think he's got to be done. You're going to have this guy, this, this lying bribe thug who used a lying bribe government to get away with it. Go to, go to, to the convention, go to debates yeah. I mean, now you've got a situation where Donald Trump will go after him saying he took bribes and he's a crook. And Donald Trump will Maybe be right. Right, right. Yes. <sighs> yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, like, I, I don't know about legal consequences, like I've said, but I, I do think that this could start to have political In- consequences. And I think the reporting on it coming from the media is definitely telling that they think there's going to be a problem here too at some yes. point. So, and they're trying to do the Republican seize or Republicans pounce kind of reporting on it. But I mean, like the fact that they're even doing that shows that they know that there's starting to be a problem here with Hunter yes. Biden's relationship with Joe Biden. Yes. And Can we switch gears a bit. Sure. Um, Hollywood had a really, really good weekend. Did you notice this? Yes. 160 um, million for um, Snow White or, no, Barbie. Barbie. So Barbie made 155 million, but that's not all. Which is that um, Oppenheimer made uh, 80 million dollars. So I've been on the so-called Barbenheimer train for like a while because they're both movies I'd be interested in seeing. About one, obviously, about Oppenheimer, the developer of the atomic bomb, and one about um, the Mattel toy Barbie. Um, both, I assume, are full of idiotic like woke hollywood stuff but it's like one of those things that i just kind of want to see them anyway and i think it's interesting that both are pretty much originals like these aren't sequels obviously barbie's based on the toy right and um the oppenheimer one is based on a book about him but um but they're not like the same movie again this isn't mission impossible 75 or whatever marvel thing avengers endgame you know this is this is new 
franchise pieces starting and and not like there's not going to be like Oppenheimer part two, right? Right. You know, there's no, I guess they could conceivably try and do a sequel to Barbie, but I don't know if Gerwig would do it. I don't think it would be the same thing as this one is. Um, I mean, I have heard people upset about like the wokeness of Barbie, but I think fundamentally it's still sort of a weird kind of cultural victory because Barbie is a toy that the left would rather like, forgot happened altogether yes like and people aren't going to see barbie because of the woke messaging people are going to see barbie because of the pink and the nostalgia and the fun and it's like moms and daughters going to this who are dressing up and this has had one of the biggest opening weekends like ever and combined it's one of the biggest opening weekends there was one thread of stats from it that was like ridiculous um it's the first time in box office history two movies open to over $80 million each the same weekend. And um, it's the first time that um, when one movie opened over $100 million, the other movie did well at all. The last top one was... Um, made like 35 million the same weekend as a hundred million dollar movie so it's like one it this is was one of the biggest hollywood weekends ever right ever and mostly in it, it being weird because it's like on the strength of it being two movies and a lot of people there were a lot of like mashup trailers and jokes and movie posters about this and a lot of people actually bought tickets to see them as a double feature mm -hmm. like movie theaters saw that this was happening and like staggered the times so that you could go see one and then see the other and i think that, that paid off i think a lot of people saw both this weekend we had a wedding so we did not go to either but i'm definitely gonna see both at some point here like i'm excited to see them um so i do think it's interesting um and i'm gonna spoil barbie a little um i don't think it's possible to spoil oppenheimer because i think you know they drop a bomb on japan yeah. at the end of developing the nuclear bomb but um i found out why today though uh, because we're racist. Yes, and uh, Ida Bay Wells. Which one is she? Nicole Hannah Jones. Yes, she let 16, us know that 19 because project. it spent so much time. The Japanese were about to surrender anyway, but we spent so much time yeah. and money on this that we wanted to light it up. So. The nuclear bombs uh, saved not just American lives, but saved probably Japanese lives in the long term. Also, yeah, of course. But whatever. I mean, like, yeah, I've seen. So much ridiculous, woke, revisionist, insane history on the atomic bomb and, like, how mean we were to drop it on Japan now. Yeah. Like, which... This is, like... We've covered this. This is an established thing. If you were alive at the time, you wouldn't wonder why we dropped the atomic bomb on Japan. Like, right. Whatever. And we don't need to even get into all the stuff Japan did during World War II, right. which was not great. But anyway... um, So... Yeah, it's a, you know, they're doing their liberal thing about it, but whatever. Um, but the Barbie movie, so I guess the plot is when Ken leaves Barbie land with Barbie, he sees the real world and he sees that there's like the patriarchy and he decides to, he, Ken's the villain. He decides to bring it back to Barbie land, the patriarchy and like oppress the Barbies with the mm -hmm. other Kens. Um, which I think is interesting for a couple reasons. One because I think sometimes when they do stuff that blatantly, it makes it, like, less powerful, almost. And a lot of people seem to like Ryan Gosling the best out of the entire movie. So even though he's supposedly the villain, he also seems to be the part that people like the most out of the movie. Huh. So, um... And also, obviously, the reason a lot of people are seeing it is the traditional Barbie 
pink glamour stuff that women like. Right? Yeah, I think so. The people who are going to see Barbie aren't going to see it because it's a message about bringing down the patriarchy. I mean, Barbie is the patriarchy. So, right? uh, I mean, is the form and style and figure and everything of Barbie not catered to the male gaze? Well, yes. And it's just kind of the American, if not global beauty standard. Right. Which is, by the way, these are. These are immutable characteristics, are they not? Yeah. This is what you're given. This is, I mean, I, I have never never understood why women are so damn insecure about there being a Barbie around because I'm <laughs> I'm smart too, you know, not just like whatever. Yeah. But I think it's fun that both these. I mean, I know Hollywood sucks, but, and I'm gonna see The Sound of Freedom too, but. I like going to the movies and I like original things to come out and not just more Marvel movies and Disney remake movies and stuff. And like, I'm glad that they came out with movies that were original and new and did well. That was, I don't. So, well, okay. I'm glad you're glad. I'm glad I'm going to see them. Okay. I'm not. I like them. I I like going to the movie theater and I think it's fun. And I want movie theaters to still exist. I'd be fine if they didn't. I like movie theaters existing, and I like going to them, and I want them to do well, and I'll be going to see those movies. So I'm happy about it, and I'm glad. I think that they're good movies to be doing well. I mean, everything has stupid woke stuff. Um, one person who's not happy about it, by the way, who's a Debbie Downer like you, is um, our friend Professor Peter Hotez, who was one of the big, like Leanna yes, Wen and I these other this. people who was on. Um, who was on all the TV stations telling us to lock down with COVID and wear masks and all this stuff. He tweeted out not to be a Debbie Downer, but is anyone else worried about a post Barbie box office COVID bump or post Oppenheimer? We'll probably never know since no one seems to be keeping track of such things anymore. Keep up with your boosters and find a pink N95 or KN95 if you can. What an a-hole. What a psychotic. So, to that, I say, go out and see all the movies, and I'll go there, and I'm going to probably cough on you while let's, you're there. I'm gonna, let's get to the chat chat. We have three messages. We'll burn through them, okay? All right. Let's get to the chat chat messages, then. Have these politicians who complain about it being hot forgotten about their childhood and growing up? I mean, didn't every kid maybe go find a friend's house who had a pool, or maybe yes. they took a second cold shower during the day? Ate a little bit more ice Absolutely. cream, or it wasn't hot when they were kids. Or no, made sure that they had a couple extra fans on in the house. I mean, these people are thinking like it's never been hot ever in their no, lives, no. and that nobody knows how to cool down when it's hot. No, the summer's not it's a time when it gets hot. Complete usually. buffoonery. Yeah, I, I know. And this this whole thing, I was listening to it again today. Seared and torched and scorched, and <laughs> you know, it just um, it's a slog. It's a slug. I think they should change this the the, the name for July into Sluggyuary. <laughs> Terrible. Like Everybody hates it. I'd like to see the Los Angeles crackhead Barbie sitting on the side of the um, road, living out of a tent. That's kind of where everything is at at this point. Woke Barbie. Now I've heard it all. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for the woo. Wee. 
Thank you so much. I thought you said there was three messages. Wasn't that just two? Uh, I don't know. I can't find the page. Wow. Okay. Anyway, it's time for us to go to softball. Anyway, thank you for joining us for this uh, early-ish show today. Everyone who was there. Um, hi, Fritz, in the chat. And um, we will see you guys tomorrow, of course. If you want to join for live streams and the live chat and that stuff, that's at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. Otherwise, for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.